0: Are you in charge of the department that manages your company's finances? Or maybe the IT team? Or another team that does important stuff? Since 1998, Schooley Mitchell has been helping businesses save an average of 28% on business expenses like telecom, merchant services, small parcels, waste management and utilities. This is roughly 15-20% to of a business's overall expenses. Most companies have several vendors they have to manage making things complicated. Schooley Mitchell can act as a single point of contact to manage all these relationships so you can focus on what you do best. And we do it with complete objectivity because we have no ties to any of the vendors or processors. In fact, 80% of the time, our recommendations entail no supplier change at all. Our service is truly an everybody wins situation. If we can save you money, our compensation is a percentage of your savings and the rest goes to you. If we can't save you money, you just receive a free independent audit of your services. Give your strategic partner Rob Sullivan with Schooley Mitchell a call today at 888-727-8559. That's 888-727-8559.
1: Welcome to Digital Connections, where we bring in expert advice to connect you with the services and resources to build a successful business, and ultimately, to create the life of your dreams. This show is for entrepreneurs, business owners, and anyone interested in running a side hustle to their current nine-to-five. One episode at a time, we help you build a successful business through amazing digital connections. I'm your host, Nancy Johnson, a business owner and digital marketer. On my way here, I have found amazing resources that have helped my business grow, and they can help your business thrive too. Everyone needs a friend in digital marketing because digital marketing is about connecting people. So my friends, today we are talking about how to save money on everyday expenses in your business. And as you know, I love it when I'm able to bring in a guest that not only showcases our topic and can give us advice or direction to solve the very thing that we're talking about, but I also love it when my guest presents a potential entrepreneurial opportunity. And that is the guest that I've invited today. So Schooling Mitchell helps their clients get the best business services at the best price, all while identifying billing errors, eliminating redundancies, and improving efficiencies. They have a network of cost reduction specialists that leverage proprietary software, best-in-class pricing databases, and longstanding relationships with service providers to find savings and monitor business accounts, all on an ongoing basis so that they remain optimized. Schooling Mitchell's work is based on a symbiotic, mutually beneficial model. They are driven by producing results for their clients and they have no obligation to the vendors or service providers. Their fees are self-funded by a proportion by a portion of the savings that they find and what that means is no savings no charge to you. So my guest today is Rob Sullivan who is a strategic partner with schooling Mitchell and to tell us um, he's here to tell us about how the company does this and how you can leverage this for your business and then we're also just going to talk a little bit about uh, some of those entrepreneurial opportunities that I mentioned. So Rob welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about schooling Mitchell and, and what you guys do.
2: So What we do is really basic. Uh, we go into companies, we do a free value analysis of their spend, which has no obligation whatsoever. Uh, the first thing my analysts do is they look at invoices. So Basically, we're looking at telecom spend, which is wireless, wireline, internet provider, uh, video conferencing, anything from that standpoint. We look at merchant services, credit card processing. Uh, we look at parcels, which is your UPS and FedEx spend. We look at waste, uh, and for some of the bigger companies, we look at utilities, uh, electric, gas, water. We also look at e-signatures, and for transportation companies, we look at electronic logging devices. So the first thing my team does is basically go in and look for billing issues. You'd be amazed absolutely what we find, especially from a telecom and parcel standpoint. Then we look for, as you said, redundancies, basically services that you're paying for that you're not utilizing. And then the big part of it is we leverage the fact we have 24,000 clients, uh, 20 years reputation, and we are able to leverage rates with the suppliers better than the individual companies can do on their own. As you said, we're not connected to any vendor. Uh, We are 100% client centric. 80% of our clients actually keep their incumbents because they want to. Uh, They have a good relationship with them and they don't want to change. So we present this to the business owner at that point, the business owner has no obligation to move forward with us. We could sit there and basically say that we could save you twenty thousand dollars. The business owner could say no, thank you. We shake hands. They get a free value analysis of their spent.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, um, <laughs> where do they where do they go from there? What what happens after that? So if they well, let's say they decide to move forward with you guys, what happens then?
2: Sure. That, and that's, you know, that's a great point. Uh, basically, and what separates us from other cost reduction companies is we partner with the companies. So if they do move forward with us, we continue to monitor their spend. We continue to look for billing issues. We continue to make sure that contracts are renewed on time. If there are additional opportunities, we will present them to the client. We make sure that there's no kind of scope creep in the bills or anything. Mm-hmm. And we continue to do this throughout the relationship. Uh, we work off of a three-year sales agreement, but our average customer or client stays for 88 months. Because after three years, technology's changed, your business has probably changed, but mm-hmm. nobody wants to go back and start you know, allocating somebody that's probably making more money than you know, somebody that should be monitoring invoices does. And nobody wants to go back and you know start looking through FedEx invoices or Verizon for that standpoint. So we figure out a way to continue the relationship. We also try to add uh, another category each year or two so that we can keep servicing the client and adding more value.
1: So this sounds like a—it's a great deal for a small business um, who needs uh, needs that function, but can't exactly afford that executive position necessarily. So it's almost like you're outsourcing that that function.
2: Yeah, it, I mean it's a huge time saver. Uh, one of my first clients was a friend, and I'm like, just you know, let me do this, you know, and you don't need to move forward. Uh, They had $20,000 a year in telecom spend. We sent, we saved them, I think it was $6,500, but he also had an hourly bookkeeper and, you know, it was a service. So he was able to actually back that service down a little bit because that person was the one looking through their invoices. So what I do is I I point out that we're a huge time saver. Mm. Uh, The other thing is if you have issues, I mean, Everyone's calling the way in 1-800 number. We have contacts with all of our vendors. So we're able to resolve things much
1: quicker. What does a, and how does a client get started with you? Or what, what, what do what are you guys looking for? I guess in a business, so based,
2: uh, you know what I mean? Do you mean what kind of business or. Yeah.
1: So, so um, if they're, if what kind of business, like, how do they know that they need your services? I guess that's the question. How do they know that, that, the, that you're what they're looking for?
2: So it, there doesn't have to be a problem. You know what I mean? In, in a lot of groups, there's, they're basically saying, okay, what should I be looking for? What should people be saying? You know, I just did a chiropractor office where we get them all new phones. We increase their speeds from 50 megs to 300 megs, and we still save them 33% and they didn't change their vendors. So basically nothing was wrong in the first point. So it was just a huge benefit. So the, it doesn't have to be something where something is a problem or something's wrong with one of their vendors. Almost anybody can benefit from our services.
1: Nice. Okay. All right. And so from your perspective, is there, is there like a a size limit or um, a a vertical limit? Like do you guys have certain verticals that make more sense um, than others to service?
2: Uh, For me, You know i've been in operations for 30 years i've never been a salesperson so when i go into an industrial manufacturing distribution center and i'm able to speak with a ceo or cfo they look at the huge time saver that i can provide for them they're focused on getting stuff out the door if i can take this off their plate and actually save them some money that's huge so they they know that i've run operations and businesses before I mean, I've worked for Comcast, I've worked for GE, I've worked for some of the big guys. So manufacturer distribution industrial is really kind of an easy one for me, but I also have nonprofits that we've been able to help, which has been Mm. fantastic. Uh, Law firms are actually a great uh, client because we're saving them on their FedEx, as well as, I mean, we can save almost anybody on their telecom, you know what I mean? Everybody has telecom,
0: Yeah.
2: but uh, you know, Manufacturing has waste, which we're very successful with. As I said, law firms have the parcels, the UPS, the FedEx. But I, I've gone into chiropractor offices. I've gone into obviously manufacturing. I've gone into some retail places, some restaurant change and chains, excuse me, and had, you know, very good success.
1: Uh, Interesting, and so, and does the does the size matter? Should they have you know? Should they have a certain amount of revenue that they're bringing in before they start looking at something like this?
2: What we try to do is basically say if you spend seven hundred and fifty dollars a month in one of our categories, you're you're a good candidate. Okay. With my wife and kids in my house, I spend six hundred dollars on telecom every month. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. there really isn't somebody that's really too small. My smallest client, like I mentioned, is a three-person law firm. And my largest client is a $600 million manufacturing company. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of the gamut. You know what I mean? Obviously, the bigger, the better. You know, I can save them more money. uh, But at the same time, it's really fun to kind of help out some of the smaller ones, definitely the nonprofits as well.
1: Yeah, that is amazing. So um, what, you know, besides the obvious cost savings, what are the, and you sort of, you're sort of spelling a little bit of of it out, but what are, are some of the other benefits of working with Schoolie Mitchell or doing something like this?
2: Yeah. So I I pointed out what we did with the chiropractor office. So basically when we go in, we're looking at, you know, all the opportunity for them. So with a lot of companies, if we do switch vendors or even if we stay with the same vendor and their phone systems are five years or older, we work on getting them new phones and we still save on top of that. Uh, The other benefit is we get to, you know, a lot of people haven't contacted their internet you know, provider. So there's there's definitely much faster speeds available nowadays with the same pricing. Mm. So we can get you new equipment, we can increase your speeds. And then the one thing, you know, that I mentioned that I, you know, I, I think is a huge part of what we do is the huge time saver. You know what I mean? We're literally taking, you know, taking tasks off somebody's plate so they can focus on higher priorities. I do have a couple clients that actually, you know, they just set their bills up uh, on a credit card. So they're automatically billed. And then quarterly, I show them their spend. I show them where it should be. And, you know, 99% of the time it's there. If my analysts actually find a billing issue, that'll show up on their report and we'll see, you know, month one had, you know, $10 in charges month two, here's the credit that my analysts went and got and month three, here's a clean report. So they no longer even, you know, I I have one guy to just throws a throws his uh, mail away. But, you know, that's another story.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's a, succe- a successful best practice, right?
2: <laughs> it works for him. You know what I mean? Who am I to argue with him?
1: Uh, well, so how did you get involved with Schoolie Mitchell? What brought you into this this uh, space?
2: Sure. So my background has been I mean, I have an odd background. I I was an engineer and couldn't stand it. So I went into operations uh, for Fidelity. Then I was recruited to GE where I went back and got my master's in business because I was running businesses and I never took an accounting class or (laughs) any kind of billing. I mean, any kind of business class worked for Comcast for a while. And then for the last 12 years, I've been kind of a fractional COO where I've gone into companies, taken over their operations put process procedures in place, right people in the right jobs, make sure they see the big picture, metrics, KPIs. And then I would hand the companies back. For the last four years, I recruited a Schooley Mitchell franchisee and they would do the cost reduction kind of behind the scenes. So it made my bill a little bit more palatable, you know, when I also saved them $20,000. Twenty thousand mm. dollars on the telecom. My last contract was with the Navy uh, this past September, and I kind of saw the writing on the wall with the pandemic. Dennis mm. Cooley and I have been talking for years, and it would seem like a good opportunity to basically continue to help companies. But I don't necessarily need to be on the manufacturing floor or mm. you know mm-hmm. in the office. I think it's going to be a little while before people invite you know potential strangers or non-employees into their facilities. Yeah, so, And I've seen the business model firsthand. I've seen it work. Uh, so, you know, I'm completely sold on it. Mm. And it's great to help companies out. And, you know, obviously, nonprofits are you know, very rewarding from that standpoint.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and I asked this from a, a place of self-judgment um, as, as well. Um, but um, what made you decide to start during a pandemic? I mean, are you a glutton for punishment or, you know, maybe it's a genius. I don't know. But, uh, you know.
2: <laughs> Definitely not genius. Uh, I like to fight chaos with chaos. Uh, mm. I, you know, so a little bit it was I kind of saw the writing on the wall with people bringing consultants into their facilities. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's something where eventually I'll be able to, you know, right now, uh, you know, I'm working a ton to try to start this business up, but I I can see how the model would be, you know, I can hire a few employees, I can back off eventually sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And that was really what attracted me to it.
1: Yeah, and I think I think also you know I was I was looking at the Schoolie Mitchell um, website um, under the franchising uh, section, and it talks about you know that this really is a work from home model or a you know uh, remote work, um, and I think that is a is a fabulous um, opportunity um, given the pandemic. Um, you sort of need opportunities like that out there, uh, so this is definitely one of those.
2: Yeah, you I mean, before the pandemic, there were franchisees <laughs> that I know that worked out of their cars. Do you know what I mean? And they mm, went from yeah. one facility to the other.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't want to say the pandemic helped anything, but it did enlighten people to Zoom, you know, virtual meetings uh, when you you not necessarily need to be face to face. I mean, Face to face is still ideal, yeah. uh, but, yeah. you know, right now we can't do it. So this this model works.
1: Yeah, so um do you think that has something to do I mean is this this is why is now such a great time to outsource the, these services?
2: Uh, basically, you know, everybody's looking for time.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: you know, and money. So, if you're able to drop money right down to your bottom line, you know what I mean? A lot of people are focused on revenue and if you talk to them, I mean, they much rather like bottom line money without getting the revenue, which is exactly what we do. Mm. I mean, some companies get a 5% margin, you know? So if we're dropping $10,000 right to their bottom line, that's a lot of revenue to get to that point. And then, like I said before, it's, it's really a huge time saver. We're managing your vendors so you can focus on bigger priorities.
1: Yeah, I love that. Um, and so um, do you guys, you do, do you have like a certain territory that you work out of, even though you're online or or can you service all of the United States? How does it work?
2: So we limit, our, we're restricted in advertising, which I really don't do too much advertising. I'm mm-hmm. in the Northeast, uh, but I do have clients all over the country. So mm-hmm. if we from a referral standpoint or somebody reaches out to me, we can work with those clients.
1: Mm-hmm. So, is a lot of your customer base uh, referral based?
2: Yes, yes, ah, very much mm-hmm. so. Uh, the Northeast is, uh, you know, I, I call it a tough knot. You know what I mean? I, I don't <laughs> think cold calling works too well in the Northeast, you know, and especially everybody's busy. So, you know, having an introduction that's kind of already vetted uh, is definitely the the most ideal way to go.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And um, so, Are there, um, how does, how does a, so when a, when a client wants to get started with you guys, do they just, they call you guys up, they go online, they, they put in their information and you guys give them a call and then, and then you're off to the races from there. How do, how do they get started?
2: so it's more online with me with referrals so Mm -hmm. you know i'm referred to somebody or i'm introduced to somebody i'll email them and basically set up a time to chat i mean i Mm -hmm. want to learn more about their business i want to make sure that we're not wasting you know each other's time i want to make sure that there's opportunity uh and you know i'm an ops guy so i like to learn about businesses so Mm -hmm. that helps too (laughs)
1: And then they just send you over their invoices and you kind of take a look at those or your team takes a look at those. You guys report back to them and then they decide to go forward or not. That's the idea.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, if they decide to go forward first. So Ah, mm -hmm. we work off of a sales agreement Mm -hmm. and the sales agreement is really basic. It basically says you want me to do this. You're going to give me the information I need to do this, Mm -hmm. which we usually work off three months of invoices or online access with a vendor. We can do both. We can even set up online access if you just want to give me one invoice. Mm. Uh, Then we get letters of authorization from the client, basically just signed so we can speak for you. Mm -hmm. And then we do a quick fact finding. You know, how many phones do you have? What are the models? Do you like your vendor? You know what I mean? That's, that's a biggie is because oh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people like, okay, I like this one. I can do without that one. And then if you like your vendor, that's, that's our priority. So we're mm-hmm. still going to give you options, B, C, D, and E, if we can save you money, but our priority is your priority. You want to keep that vendor? We, that's our priority.
1: Uh-huh. So it doesn't sound like it's a real huge time commitment for a company uh, coming in to, ch- to talk to you guys.
2: No, not at all. So it, mm-hmm. it it depends. Sometimes invoices are tough to get. Uh, telecom is a, is a, an odd, uh, odd vendor relationship. They change a lot of their authorizations. So unfortunately some people have to make phone calls to say, you know, a Comcast or Verizon, the world and add some people to their account. But we say the whole thing takes, you know, an hour's worth of time. Wow. And then mm-hmm. we go back, my analysts do their job. Uh, and they're fantastic at it, but it takes them about five weeks, and then we're able to present the value analysis report. That's great. Yep, that's awesome.
1: All right. Um. So. Um. And then. Uh, um. What? Uh. And so, in order for them to get a hold of you to do that, can they just email you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The best way to reach me is 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 email. Okay. And I will follow up. Uh, I, I'm very responsive great uh, I, I, i'm an ops guy so i, I the, <laughs> my biggest problem with this job or starting this was i would email somebody and i was wondering why they weren't emailing me back within an hour uh you know what i mean it was days later or weeks later or something like that so i am extremely responsive and i i can provide anybody with additional information we have uh one-minute animated video that does a great job of going over our services—probably a better job than I do. Uh, we also have case studies, testimonials. Company's been around for 20 years, so we we definitely have a great amount of success stories.
1: Wonderful. And as far as, um, we'll, we'll give everybody your email before we, before we close out today, but, um, okay. as far as, um, the, uh, franchise opportunities potentially, um, I believe there's a, there's a spot on the Schoolie Mitchell, uh, website, uh, that is, that specifically talks about, uh, franchises and the franchise opportunities there. Um, is that probably the best place for people to go to, to find out a little bit more about that?
2: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The main website uh, is definitely the best place for that, uh, okay. and you know, Schoolie Mitchell is very responsive as well. So, if Excellent. you know information was put in, you'll be contacted immediately. I'm sure.
1: Okay, and then um, so uh, before we take off today, is there anything else that that people should know about this process about Schoolie Mitchell that you wanna you wanna share with folks?
2: No, you I mean really? It, it's a free analysis. It takes about an hour of time. There's no obligation. Uh, you know, I, I recommend people, you know, give us a shot from a standpoint of, you know, find out where your spend is. Mm-hmm. You know, we average a 30% savings, but I've had clients where I've saved them, you know, 70% on their waste management. Uh, law firms, I'm saving 45% on their FedEx. We've had some telecom where we've saved them 45%. So there there are I mean, obviously, there's percentages that are lower than thirty percent as well. Sure. But you know, I'm not going to advertise them. Uh, <laughs> but it, but it it's rare, very, very rare that we cannot save companies' money. And the that's nice awesome. thing is, mm-hmm. whatever the money is, we're still your vendor manager. Mm-hmm. So you know, even if we can't save you a significant amount of money, we still step in and say that we are still going to manage the vendor. So the time savings is still there, no matter what,
1: yeah, that's that's huge. That is huge. So um, what is your email address and how can people, so that people can reach out to you?
2: Sure. My email address is rob.sullivan, S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, at schoolymitchell.com. And schooly is like school, E-Y, and mitchell.com
1: perfect. And just a reminder, you guys, you can uh, catch all of that information on our website at digitalconnections.us. So thank you, Rob. This has been very informative um, and I'm hoping you're going to be able to save our listeners uh, a bunch of money. So uh, hopefully they'll be calling it, calling you in droves. Um, so before we close out for the day, I want to leave our listeners with our digital marketing tip of the day. So today's tip combines two of my previous tips, uh, but I think they're great reminders. So this one, is around uh, your content. What kind of blogs, LinkedIn articles, social media posts you have out there that could be optimized? And what I mean by that is, do you know um, what people are asking about your products and services? And does the content that you have out there, current or not, does it answer those questions? If it is past content, don't just let it sit there on the ethos. Reuse, recycle, and even reduce it. First, go to answerthepublic.com and put in your product or service to make sure that you know what questions are being asked. Then take a look at the content you have out there. If you're not seeing people engage it, reuse it or recycle it using the keywords and phrases that you find from answerthepublic.com. If you can't reuse it or recycle it and it's not getting any traction out there, reduce it. It's one less thing for you to track and one less thing to confuse the rest of us. Also, Google doesn't like bad content and they know when you put it out there. So just get rid of it. So these are some simple search engine optimization tricks that pay great dividends. And as always, if you want some help in this area, give me a call, go to digitalconnections.us to find me. A huge thank you to my guests, Rob Sullivan and Schoolie Mitchell. You can find Rob and Schoolie Mitchell at his email address and you can find that information on our website uh, at www.digitalconnections.us so please make sure to follow us subscribe us and like us wherever you get your podcasts Um, have a great week and tune in next time for another amazing digital connection for your business
2: thank you very much for having
1: me
0: Would you like more return and tangible results from your marketing efforts without long-term contracts? Do you want people who are actually interested in your products and services to find you easily? WSI has developed in-depth knowledge and an extensive network of industry thought leaders that know your company's goals and objectives are unique. When you work with us, you not only gain the local expertise of your WSI expert, but we help you develop a strategy based on the digital experience of our global network work with a company that understands your business and provides real results find us at wsiworld.com or call 800-985-9567 again that's 800-985-9567 wsi we simplify the internet